Welcome to the Behind the Bliss podcast, where Mary Scott Mercer and Rachel Autry bring weekly conversations to encourage, inspire, storytell, and share. Each episode is designed for you to feel met in your mess and balanced in your bliss. Here's today's conversation. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Bliss. This is one of your hosts, Rachel, and I'm so thrilled about this week's episode. This week, I'm interviewing one of my friends and girl boss, Allie Weingarten. If you're into fitness, or even if you're not, but you love yoga, connecting your mind to your body, understanding the way your body works and moves, this episode is for you. If you have any questions about running a business, business coaching, being business-minded, this episode is also for you. We seriously cover a variety of topics from fun things, what we're loving, yoga, loving ourselves well, resting when we feel busy, being business-minded and how the Lord incorporates himself into everything. Allie is the owner of a business that started in Alabama called True 40. She talks all about what True 40 is, why she started it, what you can expect from it if you wanted to take a class, and how it's a lot different than other classes you might have taken before. I cannot wait to jump right in. Hey, Allie. Hey, Rach. I am so excited to have you on the show. I honestly told Mary Scott all about you and all the things that you have going on in your life. You're so sweet. You're making me tear up. (laughs) Mary Scott was like, we have to have her on. So now it's finally happening and we're actually in the coziness of my living room. Yes. (laughs) Crazy. It's the coziest house ever. I'm obsessed with it. It's so so sweet. sweet. You're so sweet. Okay. Tell a little bit about who you are, what's going on in your life. Update us if people don't know who Allie... Okay, wait. Time out. How do you say your last name? Wine Wine garden. garden. It's like drinking wine in a garden, but spelled very German. Wine garden. Wine garden. (laughs) Yeah, but I just am like, wine like you're drinking in a garden. Okay, you want to know how I used to say it? How? Wine garden. I know. I'm the MP. A lot of people say it. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay, wait. Okay, it's Allie Wine Garden. Yeah. Amazing. I honestly call you True 40 Allie. I know. That's okay. You can just always call me True 40 Allie. Hopefully, I'm True 40 Allie forever, so. True 40 Allie forever. I'm for it. Okay, so tell us who Allie Weingarten is. Okay. Hey, guys. I've never um, really been on this side of things, so I'm just sitting (laughs) over here chit-chatting with y'all, but I'm Allie, and I turned 30 in a couple months which is crazy. Um, I know. I went to Auburn University and studied exercise science there and then kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I call it my quarter life crisis, early 20s. Um, And I kind of traveled the world for a bit, taught English, had a bunch of random jobs um, that was really fun and just kind of explored life. And then I got into corporate wellness where... um, like my love for fitness came back and I started taking all different styles of fitness classes and getting certified and just started kind of taking notes of things that I liked and things that I disliked about them um, and asking my friends like what they liked in fitness classes and what they saw. So what were some of the things people didn't like? So it depends on like the style class you're thinking. So like I did CrossFit for a long time and loved like the competitiveness of it and I was an athlete. But so many people were getting hurt, mm-hmm. even if their form was good, because you're trying to like compete against yourself. So you're really trying to like push your body and it's easy to hurt yourself, you know, even with just like one small like form mishap. Yeah. Um, and I even ended up hurting myself, which was crazy because that was like my thing was fitness and form and biomechanics and like kinesiology and movement and yeah. stuff. So I, um, a lot of people I think get hurt when doing fitness. So that was one thing like that I saw, like I loved the high impact, like style workouts, like getting that sweat and that heart rate lifted and kind of pushing yourself, like how you feel like really 
achieved, like when you're done, yes. you know? Yes. Um, but I just like didn't like the wear and tear that was happening on your body. And I was 26 when this happened to me. And I was like, I'm way too young to be like hobbling around. And then I like hurt my knee and like all this stuff. And so I kind of started doing some research research and talking to people. And so many people are hurt. Like everyone has some type of injury. Like either, you know, something you were born with on your spine or like a hip alignment or some sort of shoulder, just anything. Like everyone has one thing, you know? Yeah. Mine's my knee. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. And I've seen that even more with True 40. Like every single person that comes in is either like, you know, I've, I've tweaked this before or my wrist is, you know, carpal tunnel. I'm like recovering from tennis elbow or just one thing. Like everyone has their thing. And so with True 40, I wanted to make it correct moves on the body. And not that other fitness studios don't do correct moves, but I wanted to really focus on like teaching people about their bodies and why we do the movements that we do and strengthening like preventative fitness almost while still seeing results. You know what I mean? Totally. So like you go to PT to rehab, physical therapy to rehab an injury, and then you're done. You know what I mean? And so I was like, I want some type of like physical therapy, like workout class where you feel community, you feel like... You feel good when you leave. You feel re-energized. You don't feel defeated like mm-hmm. you do some like some fitness classes when you leave. Yeah. But like also you like you're not gonna hurt yourself. But how do you keep it low impact and still like challenging? You know. So that's where the um the challenge came in. So when I was thinking of all this, I was like, how do I make this class still challenging? Because I like all the higher intensity style workouts, but I'm like kind of gearing this towards you know, a lower impact community of style of people that want that stuff. I don't know. So it was very challenging to kind of come across that. So basically over my years, my early twenties, I took all forms of fitness classes, got all (laughs) different types of certifications and just started writing everything down, um, and figuring out really like what I wanted to create. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. You want to hear what I normally tell people true 40 is? It's so hard to be like, put it in a sentence. I like still can't do it. Okay. So, um, for you all that are listening, if in case you didn't know, Allie is a girl boss, like business babe, and has everything going for her right now. True 40 originated in Auburn, Alabama, and then eventually grew to Birmingham, and that's how I got introduced to it. It's because it was really three minutes from the apartment we were living in. And so I was driving home one day and had just had the conversation with Thomas about wanting to get involved in some kind of class or gym or studio or something. And bar was interesting to me, but at the same time, I had a lot of friends that did bar and I'm just going to be really frank and vulnerable because that's what this place is about. I was so intimidated my first class. I didn't have the right socks, the right leggings. I didn't have the right form. I didn't know what equipment to grab, like Mm -hmm. couldn't keep up. There were no modifications. I just honestly left feeling really embarrassed and I was like, I don't want to go back. And so I saw True 40. So Lauren manages the gym now, just opened up in Atlanta. We can talk about that too. Mm-hmm. And um, it got to a point where Lauren said, I definitely think you should just go, just go try it out. So I went and didn't even tell her I was going. And she's like, I'm so glad you tried it out. But I left feeling exactly what I said, rejuvenated, encouraged. I knew I challenged my body, but not to the point where I left feeling hurt or weaker than how I came in, which is great. Um, And what I love about the classes is there's modifications. So if you need more of a challenge, you can do more of a challenge. If you need less of a challenge or to basically give yourself some grace in areas, there's that too. Yep. Be true to you, girl. True to you. (laughs) Um, And then at the end, my first class, when you're stretching and doing yoga at the very end, um, there's at least one song of worship. 
best part. That's the best part. That's the best like part. And the lights are me. down and yes. they spray like lavender and it's just like, ah, oh, like yes. it's the best. I know. And it's really a time to center yourself, especially if you go to the morning classes. Mm-hmm. I don't think it could technically count as quiet time, but like I definitely <laughs> use those 10 minutes to recenter and be like, what am I going to do with my day after I leave this place and get in my car? Like yeah. I have an option. And so it's a kind of a time for me to recenter. Anyways, fast forward. Now I've been going for about a year and a half. Year. Yeah, minus your time at, at JH. Right. You know, but yes. in between, whenever you're here, I feel like you're always dropping in. I love I seeing love you. It. Yes. Um, so it's amazing. And I've gotten to know Allie through it. And like I said, she's a girl boss, has a lot of fun things going on and a lot of wisdom to share. So we're so excited to have you. You're sweet. I'm really yeah. excited to be here. Yeah. So let's see. Keep the questions okay, coming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do want to ask about, since we're talking business minded things, I think there's a lot of business women or want to be business women, especially that listen to the podcast, whether okay. it's small business nonprofit, whether it's um, photography, other kind of fun things. Mm-hmm. How did you know that the burning desire in your heart was supposed to be a business, not maybe like a hobby? What was the pushover that you knew you had to run with this full time? Okay, so I feel like what the difference in a hobby and a business both make you happy. Like yeah. everyone needs hobbies. You yeah. do, you really do. And that's hard. That was what was hard for me because my hobby was fitness before and now it's my business. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what's my new yeah. hobby? You know, <laughs> so I'm like having to find like new hobbies. Yes. But um, I think it's one of those things that like you can't, you you know, the hobbies that you can just kind of like dab your, like dabble your toe in the water a little mm-hmm. bit and kind of like keep one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. And you're like happy being there. Well, I like was never that type of person that was like, I want to be half in the water and like half sitting out. Like, I feel like you need to be like, be all in or not. So if you really want to try to be successful at something, you truly, I feel like will not be successful with your business unless you dive all in, you know, almost just like, like, like a childhood ignorance bliss of like not knowing that something could go wrong, but just like, you know, oh, I have, this is a good question. I'm about to ask myself. <laughs> I have people all the time that ask, have you ever, did you take business classes? Like, how yeah, do you know how to run a business? All that. of this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I never did. And it's so funny to me because I talk to my friends that did major in business and that are so, you know, wise and like well read on everything business. Like they can tell you any angle of it. And they're the ones that would never start a business. Huh. Uh-huh. And they say they think it's because they know too much. They like, know the risks. Yeah. You know, the risk, there's a ton of risk. There's, it's just scary. You know, it's fine. Like a financial risk. Like this is your life you're taking on. You're about to change everything to mm-hmm. kind of go into this business. And it's just like, a, it's very scary. So you almost have to just jump out with blind faith and like go all in. I think if the people that kind of stay half in and half out, are the ones that have trouble like truly like blossoming and committing and succeeding like fully to their fullest potential. So my advice is to just dive in and figure it out as you go. Um, I mean, there's still things that I have no idea what I'm doing and I I want it to be that way. I Mm -hmm. feel like the second you know everything about like your field or you think you know everything, you're never going to know everything, but you feel comfortable, that's when it's bad. That's when it's a wake-up call. Like if you wake up feeling comfortable, then you're like, "Uh uh-oh. Yeah. I need to I need to reevaluate and yeah. make something uncomfortable in here and learn something new. So I that's think true. with business that's fun because you should look at it more as if like not like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to run a business. I don't know what I'm doing. But as just like a fun challenge every day, like, all right, what am I gonna learn today? You yes. know, like let me figure out how to set up sales tax and, you know, 
call the IRS and do all this stuff that I like never like wanted to do, you know, or like, how do I get a loan? How do I find an attorney? How do I, you know, just so many things that you like forget about, like in business, you just see people from, you know, the outside looking and you're like, that's a successful business and small businesses. It takes so much to run them. There's so many moving parts. So I feel like people just don't really see like all those moving parts, but yeah. you just got to do it. Just, just do, do it. it. Yeah. Jump all in. <laughs> yeah. How many locations do you have now and where are they? Okay, so the first one was Auburn, then Birmingham, then Tuscaloosa. Had to jump over to the other big college town. <laughs> um, and then we opened another location in Birmingham downtown, which was actually a, our first licensee of True 40. So wow. as a licensee, it's um, she's licensed. Caitlin Bentley is the owner of the downtown location, and she was the manager of the other Birmingham location first. And so she came to me, it was such a God thing, like how she even found us and came to me and was like, would you ever be interested in franchising your business? And I was like, oh my gosh, I've only been open a year. This is like so scary to think about. But like, if I ever was, I would want somebody from the inside to do it. Like, yeah. would you be willing to work? Who for understands me? the culture. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. Would you be willing to work for me for, you know, a year and we'll reevaluate or rediscuss, you know? And so she just had that blind faith and was like, yes, and took a big pay cut from the corporate business and came to work for True 40. She will tell you herself, like her life totally changed, like quality of life, even <laughs> though she was working so hard, like you're working just as much as you do in your like eight to five job. The days pass by so fast, you know, like mm -hmm. if you're doing something you love, it goes by so fast. And so she just loved it learned the culture, learned the ins and the outs of managing a studio. And um, it was just like a no-brainer when I thought about expanding and her being the first one to open. So she's our first licensee. And then we just opened October 15th in Atlanta. So that was our fifth location. So we kind of crossed state lines, which yeah. is very big. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And random other question. What does True 40 stand for? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. So True goes back to being true to you and honoring your body. So True is, um, be true to you is our mantra. And like from the inside, we always, we call them True 40 Truths. And so with our team, we have what we call True 40 Truths. So it's just like, like honoring your truth. Like, and so that could look anything like teaching a class and telling a funny story that happened that morning, like at your family or just connecting with people on like, truths about you like not you know being this robot of an instructor that gets up and just coaches and yells at you but like hey I'm a human too here's what's happening right. in my life you know yeah and um and also just being true to like your body's needs we talked about how you know injury everyone has an injury so we always give a modification we always give a challenge in each class so that way it truly is for all fitness like abilities and all ages mm -hmm. So just listening to that. I feel like a lot of people push through that negative pain of class and and, um, and hurt themselves, you know? So yeah. we're just trying to teach people about their bodies, how to have that body awareness and that mind-body connection. 40 is not the amount of time you take the class for. <laughs> the classes are 60 minutes. But the 40 kind of comes from our mission, um, which is from the Bible verse, Isaiah 40, 31. And so that's... You're wearing it on your shirt. I know I am. It's in cursive. It's a little hard to read, but it's very cute. Um, and so that is just like our inside, like part of our mission statement. So part of our mission statement is just, you know, to live by that verse and carry it out in like our day-to-day -day lives. And, you know, every second we walk through the doors at True 40 to just be there to encourage everyone else and build them up, help them find their strengths, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the modifications I think were so cool. And I had a revelation in one of the classes. <laughs> 
where I think my pride has always wanted to be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to push myself the hardest. If there's a challenge offered, I'm going to take the challenge. I'm going to prove it to myself. This is for me, yada, yada, to the point where I would hurt myself or my first class, I think you know this. I pushed myself so hard. Caitlin was taking the class next to me, Caitlin Bentley, yeah. who I just mentioned. And you were teaching it. And my eyes, like I could I kept blinking, trying to like not see black dots, but black you were dots dizzy kept coming. Or I was so busy and lightheaded. Oh. And I remember grabbing the bar and just stopping and looking at myself in the mirror and being like, We can do this. Rally, pull it together, pull it together. <laughs> and Caitlin looked over, she's like, Are you okay? And it was this finally this moment I had to be like, No, I'm really not okay. Like I don't feel good at all. And it was my first class. And she walked me out to the lobby, sat me on the bench that is literally in front of the window. And I lay down, all the people passing by the I studio. I don't remember this. Oh my yes. goodness. Okay. And it probably, I'm probably making it more dramatic than it was, but it was very dramatic to me. Yeah. And I left and I got in the car and I wasn't embarrassed and there was a piece about it. Like I just knew that there was something I was going to learn. Yeah. And I felt like the Lord totally whispered and said, you're not taking my modifications. Like you are doing the standard that someone else has been setting and yeah. you're hurting yourself like in life. That's amazing. I love when those realizations yeah. come to you. Oh, total revelation. And yeah. so now every time in class, they're like, okay, we're doing a plank or we're doing tricep push-ups. I take it to the bar, you know? Yeah. And there's those days I do feel strong and I'm like, let's prove it. We can do it. Yeah. I, I take it to the floor. And so it's so neat to know modifications are for body, yes, but there, I feel like there's so many modifications. And just to listen to what your body's telling you to do. I think that's like the number one thing, not only with fitness, but with, with you know, obesity and stuff too. It's just like that intuitive eating and like listening to like what your body needs, like listening to the amount of nutrients it needs, listening to the amount of fitness it needs. Like, you know how you like, you start to ache when you've been sitting too long. Yes. Like listen to that. You need to move. When people I feel Mm -hmm. like are like, oh my God, I'm hurting. I'm so tired. I need to relax more. You know what I mean? So instead like kind of starting to create that mind body connection and that awareness is what you, you know, we're trying to teach people in class and to, you know, to find like their challenges for themselves, but to humble themselves, to listen to what their body's telling them to do, you yeah, know? So, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, so the mind body connection you're talking about, did it always come naturally to you or was there a point that you were like, I want to learn more about this mind body connection? Um, and loving no, myself it well? never came. Na- it didn't come naturally for a long time. So I feel like people connect the mind-body connection with yoga, and it actually connected with me in like a Pilates class, which is like when I first connected to my core. And so you hear instructors all the time say like, find that core connection, and you're like, what does that even mean? (laughs) But the second you actually like find it, you're like, oh wow, like, you know, from like deep from within, you'll feel like stronger and more stable, you'll stand taller, you know, just engaging those transverse abdominus muscles that you're not used to like, to using learning that you know my posture corrected back pains you know decrease and go away altogether like just learning how to like engage your core and like create that mind-body connection is so amazing and then I feel like I started getting really into yoga because I was really inflexible from all of my athlete days and you know lifting weights and doing like different style workouts where I wasn't finding that like deep breathing and stretching and that connection and so getting into yoga really helped. And so I feel like yoga has this stigma because it, it originated as like a Buddhist movement. Um, and it still can be if you want to make it that, but it's not, you know? And so I feel like that's why I wanted to kind of bring that aspect of yoga in to a Christian 
studio and bring in that like that breathing and that connecting into your body and then not having to be you can make it whatever you want it want it to be yeah. really you yeah. know what I mean we're not pushing any type stretching. of religion on anyone yeah. but like you're you yeah so it's just I feel like there's that stigma with yoga but everybody needs it everyone needs that like deep breath that meditation that like you know in order to feel rejuvenated yeah. um rest your mind and like engage your mind and like challenge your mind well can you know what I mean all of that stuff as well as your body physically so all these different elements kind of came together in that's of of exercise and that's how true 40 was created so it's really hard to explain it because people are like so what is true 40 I'm like I really need to come up with like an elevator pitch did people say oh is it like bar oh all the time time. well I feel that we're we're classified as a bar studio because not only do we have a ballet bar for (laughs) modifications like we use those only for modifications pretty much like to take like hold on to for support and balance or push-ups at the bar instead of on the ground um but since it's a smaller like boutique style fitness studio I think that you know bar kind of set that style in motion like 10 years ago to where we're just kind of classified we're grouped with it you know and I'm always like oh it's not really a bar class like you don't even really get that much bar like it's hard to explain so um but yeah it's definitely grouped in that category yeah amazing I have a question kind of completely switching gears yeah you're good what's up if someone were to ask you with all the expansion and the fun things that are happening what is the Lord teaching you throughout it all what would you say Okay, this is like a no-brainer to me what I would say because I feel like through it all, you do get lost sometimes and you forget to slow down because you want to grow your business, you want it to be successful. Um, But I feel like the Lord has made it clear. I feel like everyone's prayer when in business should be because you will stay busy, you will be totally, fully immersed in your business. Mm -hmm. Their prayer should be, Lord, close doors that need to blatantly be closed so that I don't go through them and open the doors that need to and just move blindly. So for me, that's been like one day something awful would happen. You know what I mean? Like you'd think it'd be the worst thing in the world and just having to look at it as like, all right, well, that's just a door closing. I guess God doesn't want me to go that way yeah. and look at it as like a positive, like being thankful. You know what I mean? That it's like protection. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so I think that people just need to look at like those negative things more as like a, all right, there's something better. Let me just re, yeah. re like return my focus like and keep it positive because it's so easy to get boggled down on all the bad things that'll happen to you with business because there are so many like you know financially or like right. you know someone quits or like needs you know family emergency or needs to leave you have no one to work or like you know all these like different scenarios that you're like oh my gosh it's the end of the world for like yeah. five minutes it's yeah. not it's a learning process and it's a way to kind of like go through new doors and learn more and like yeah. be aware that I feel like what the Lord is teaching you, even though you could be out of tune with him, out of sync a little bit here and there because you're so busy. It's so hard to have that quiet time and to force that into your life. I know for everybody, um, if you're not intentional with it. And so I think that's definitely like what I've learned the most is like just listening to him through those, those ways. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard something recently that was so cool. They talked about the idea of keeping your palms open, you know, so that the Lord can give and take away for you. Like he's only for you. So if he takes something away, it's not like he's taking away a gift. It could be he's taking away danger that you didn't see as danger. Yeah. And I heard it in a sermon the other day that let's say your hands are open, right? And they place a hundred dollar bill. You're going to want to close your hand because you don't want the hundred dollar bill to be taken out. But 
as soon as you close your hand, it can't be taken out. Or if it gets swiped away, then it gets taken, right? Yeah. But what about if a knife gets placed in your hand, right? And you close close your hand and someone swipes it away, you get sliced. But if you have your hands open and someone takes the knife out of your hand, you don't get hurt at all. Yeah. So not only like, yeah, (laughs) like when things get brought in our life or doors get closed or doors get open or things get placed in our hand or taken away, like it's only for our protection. Oh, totally. The best way to respond is just to keep it open or to turn directions when something Transduction. And I think, honestly, the testimony of True 40 at this point in time with the expansion is you just can't mess it up. You're sweet. You know? I feel like I can some days when you wake up. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry about it. Like, yeah. with, like you're saying, if people decide that isn't for them anymore or you're having issues with memberships one season or financial issues or building issues, I mean, fill in the blank, yeah. all the things that come with business, it all kind of shakes out, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's it this does. piece that the Lord's so for you. Uh, And that he will provide in a time of need. And I feel like you hear those stories from people all the time about how like they went through some really hardships with like finances and their marriage or like, you know, not even pertaining Mm -hmm. to business. Mm -hmm. And they came out on top, you know, through it all, like by trusting in him and by keeping your palms open. Keeping your palms (laughs) open. Yes. I know. um, Whenever we do, what is it? Warrior pose? Warrior Warrior pose. pose. Yeah. Yes. I always put my hands up. Even know, it's it feels like, better. Like you're like inviting better. like yes. positivity into your life. That's like it. you're like come yes. open. Yeah. Um, it's easier to balance when they're down, but I'm like I'm gonna challenge and open I like up. that. But um, okay. And you said you're staying really busy. Yeah. So how do you rest when you rest? Um, that's like something I, I had to learn to listen to my body. So. My poor team, like, I don't tell them really when I'm taking off. I'll, like, text them in the morning and be like, I've got to take a mental day. Like, I'll get to the breaking point, like, mentally. Because I can really push my body pretty far to where I'm like, oh, I'm not tired. I can keep going. I've just always had a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And probably because of what I fuel my body with and from exercise and getting all that energy and kind of taking care of it. I never truly feel, like, super, super tired. But mentally is where I'm like, I've had to learn how how to, you know take care of myself, like my mental health. Um, And so I feel like taking those like mental days off just to physically rest as well, but just to like turn it off, you know, is so important. Um, And so my poor team, I'll like text them every couple months and be like, all right, taking the day (laughs) off, just got to like sit at home and walk my dogs or like, you know, like you just, you've got to know your body and when you need those days. Cause I feel like you can push yourself to a breaking point. Yeah. Uh, I know I can. Uh, oh my gosh. And everyone can. Everyone has yeah. the capacity. Okay. Yeah. Oh gosh. I feel like Mary Scott and I were talking about this before the interview started because we always kind of chat. Like, what do you want to ask? Blah, yeah. blah. Um, and one of the questions that we kept talking about was, I feel like there's a pattern with successful women, whether they're successful in their marriage, whether they're successful in their business, successful as a parent um, or a student, whatever season they're in, normally that success isn't the only area of success in their life because they've been able to find the discipline to be successful elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And so take a moment to brag on yourself. Like, do you feel like there's other areas of your life that you're successful in? And if so, how do you find success in those besides business as well? Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I feel like everyone has their faults, but... That's a big I, question. It is a big question, but I feel like... My marriage, I've only been married for five years and we have already gone through more than most people like have to go through in their whole marriage, you know? And yet somehow we've like come out on top and the Lord has like blessed us and been with us through, through it all. But 
there's just been some big rocky roads and some obstacles we've had to face, which is like life and finances. And, you know, we've been, there's just a lot like happening. And I feel like, like what you learn about yourself and how you deal with things is huge. But also I think that we just get selfish a lot and we're caught up in like how we feel and how we think things should be done. And I know I get caught up in that, but I think the reason that like humans are successful is by community and like listening to other people. And so I think being successful in your marriage is a two way street, which obvious is obvious, right? We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. How these, um, these motivational speakers will say stuff and you're like, well, duh, that's common sense, but wow, I've never thought of it that way. You know what I mean? Like this is like, you hear people all the time, like marriage is a two way street and you're like, oh, well, duh. But, um, it really is. And I think that comes with like humbling yourself and like listening. So not only like understanding like what you're good at and what, where your faults lie and what you need to work on and what you may never be good at, which I have a lot of those things that like (laughs) get under my husband's skin, but he also has them for me, you know, too. And so I think just understanding and communicating those things to each other, you know, in marriage and friendship and in business. So in business, I've had to really like really learn like how to delegate and in delegating, I feel like that doesn't just mean like, hey, can you do, you do this amount of work, I'll give you one third, I'll give you one third, I'll give the you one third, here you go. But figuring out, like listening to them, listening to what they enjoy, paying attention to their strengths and trying to help them towards those strengths and give them the work to help them succeed like with those strengths. So that's what's hard is like spending enough time with each individual employee and like truly learning them from mm-hmm. a different angle and like hearing where they think they thrive, what they think they're good at, what they think they need to improve on. And then me telling them all of those things, well, this is what I see. And they're like, oh, well, I didn't know you saw that for me. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't yeah. know you thought this about yourself. So then just that open communication, like in your marriage and your friendships and your business, I think that's the reason people are successful are the yeah. ones that have that open line of communication where you take the time not only to like, lead somebody by like leading them forward, but by sitting back and being like a follower and listening as a boss, you know what I mean? Yes. And as a wife, as a, whatever you are, best friend, as a yes. caretaker, you know? So yeah, that a gentle leader. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than a forceful one. Okay. So funny you mentioned it because I'm in a small group right now and it's with a whole bunch of different women, all different seasons of life. Some are single, some are dating, some are engaged. Some of us are married. So, of course, a lot of fun conversation happens oh, just yeah, based for on sure. all the differences. Yeah. Um, and we're going through Single Dating Engaged Married by Ben Stewart. Have you heard of the book? No. Okay. I feel like I should have heard of it, but... It's really good. <laughs> okay. Um, we're five chapters in, and it's so good that now I'm reading on my own, but every night Thomas and I are reading it too. Oh, so good. Um, and there's a lot of really great little nuggets, so I'll save them. But there's this one about clarity. And we got stuck on the topic last night of um, a relationship, regardless of the status and regardless of who it's with, deserves clarity. Yeah. So when you communicate an expectation that you have to someone else, like a employee, for example, in your business, and you don't give them clarity, mm-hmm. it's kind of abuse because you're not giving them the success and the tools they need to feel successful, which makes them super insecure and needs more affirmation than normal. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, no, it, it does. Kind of like you have to like cycle. take a second and be like... That does, you know, yes. like process yes. it, but yeah. But what you're saying with getting to know the person mm-hmm. gives you gives you the clarity to give them the clarity because I feel like you have so many di- – I mean, we're all so different, and then especially with women, we're all so different, and then oh you gosh, add yeah. all these women in a business 
where you're trying to lead them, coach them, love them, be their friend, but also root for them oh, yeah. in, their, in their weaknesses. Oh, it's hard. It's a lot. And you want to give everyone the same amount of attention, but you know you can't because you can't be everywhere at once. Yeah. Um, and just learning how to balance all of that and yeah. like, you know, feel that they're being fed and like you're helping them grow, but also you're giving them the freedom to figure things out on their own as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. how do you like find that balance of like, well, get this done, but also you have all this freedom, you know? Yes. So, um, yeah. It's but I say all that because I think you totally are a coach as well safe. as a, you know, as a boss yeah. and as advisor of a lot of different things you're over right now. So you're sweet. Well, encouraged. I feel like you just learn from all your experiences. And I think the Lord always had this, obviously like this plan for me and I had to make that choice to step into it. But thing my whole life is leading up to this all of the things that happened and I had to learn along the way with like friendships and like you know I never thought I'd be one to have like a falling out with a friendship and I did with a friend once in college because we didn't communicate you know what I mean like we held things in and we didn't want to hurt each other's feelings and then it was like came to a head yeah Yeah. when now it's like if there's an issue or if there's just something on your mind just to say it and then it'd be out in the open discuss and move on yeah you know that there's never any like hardened heart towards anyone there shouldn't be yeah um like in all aspects of life you know yeah. like and that's the okay one more thing about this small group it's a dang good small group so I feel like <laughs> I keep saying so many things about it so one of the girls mentioned last night she said I hope I have the relationship with people that's based in affirmation is based in love so I don't have to give affirmation when I give a place they could work on because they know from the get-go I'm for them. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. It's hard to like stabilize, you know, like to create that foundation where you can do those things. That's tough. Yeah. So I say all that because yes, you have a business, but there's so much more to business than just running a place and managing and expanding. It's focusing and maintaining as well. It is. And you want to be profitable. You want to succeed. But my main thing with the business was – not only did I want it to be a place where you came in and you felt like God's presence and like his, and like you felt encouraged without pushing that on people. Like I didn't right. want it to feel like I want everyone to be able to walk through our doors and feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want there, I never wanted there to be like Bible verses all over the wall where if you aren't a Christian, you came in and you felt like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I belong here. Yeah. But you walk in and you think, wow, what is different about this place? I want more of it. Mm -hmm. And just being able to like feed into people through like you showing them that love and like listening to them and encouraging them and teaching them about their bodies and about how to like find that self-love. And I think through all of that, they see God, you know? Yes. Um, And Jesus is attractive to everyone whether they know it's Jesus or not. Yeah. Even hearing me and you talk about this, like saying it out loud, I was in high school and I went through like, you know, a teenager bump in the road of like, you know, testing out alcohol or whatever, trying, you know, a little bit of figuring out who I was. In there, yeah. And I remember going, I remember I was like, well, this isn't me. After a couple months, I was like, eh, all right, done with that. This isn't me. Let me figure out how to kind of get back on track. And I signed up for a mission trip um, through, I won't even tell, I can't, I'm not gonna tell you. And <laughs> I signed up for a mission trip. And the head of the, like the head of it, who the guy who was leading it, called me in and was like, we actually don't want, um, we aren't accepting your application to come on this mission trip because you don't live a Christian lifestyle (gasps) from what I've heard from your classmates and your peers. Wow. Yes. Okay. So just hearing that, first off, my parents were very not happy and had like a big talk with them. And I was young. I was only 15 years old. Like I didn't know how to handle that at that point, but that turned me away so much from that. Like, wow. Like people 
like the, the hypocrisy, I feel like that comes with things and just learning how, like I wanted, I was like, is that what Christianity is? Like you think someone, if they don't, if they do one thing wrong, they can't be a Christian. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like learning that at such a young age and like how that felt, how I was treated, I was like, I never want that to be for anybody else. I want anyone, no matter what they believe to feel like loved. Like, I don't want them to feel like left out. It, who can, yeah. you know, it's or that they get to yourself to be sought out. Yes, I know. Not and true. Can you believe 15 years old that that happened to me? No. So that's what I feel like. Um, oh my gosh. I know. Isn't that awful? And um, so it's just, it's a lot. I'm, I'm actually, um, all you out there, I haven't announced this on social media, but I am pregnant right Woo! now, which is waiting. crazy. I, like, oh I know. I was like, should I tell something? them? But I just found out I'm having a girl, which like is amazing. <gasps> I know, but it also scares me so much because it's so hard it, as a kid anyways, no matter the gender and the sex, but just like learning about life. But now I'm like, oh my gosh, I went through all those things. I'm so worried <laughs> for my girl. I'm like praying over her every night. Like, God, like be with my girl that she, you know, I, you almost like want to protect them so much. You don't want them to go through right. what like we went through. But then look at like where I came out yeah. from learning all these things. Yeah. And now it was able to kind of play into creating a business that is yeah. a safe place for people. For Because people. you experience the feeling of insecurity in yeah. a place that wasn't safe. Yeah, and so that's, true. You know? So I just feel like True 40 is a safe place. It's my safe place. Where it's my I'm safe place. Yeah, it's the best. I'm, I'm definitely biased, so don't, well, don't hey. take my word for it. Come try it out. You created <laughs> something us. super fun, so I'm glad to be a part of it and so Thank honored you. to have had you on the show. Okay, one more really crazy question. Yeah, go for it. What are you loving these days? Are you reading something fun, eating something fun, doing something fun? We just anything that you want people to know about they might not know. Yeah, need okay. To share. I well I have a lot of things. I try to rotate my um my TV binging with my I like will binge books and then I won't look at a book for like 2 months and I'll binge TV and then do I'll you, look okay, at it and then quick I'll question. When you watch TV, do you do yoga cuz you love it that much? Oh my gosh, I should. I have dog hair all over my carpet, which is disgusting, but like I'm obsessed we do with too. my dogs. And so when I pull out, and I have to put them outside when I do yoga in the house because they like get on Crawl top on of you. me. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so I don't, I wouldn't say I do yoga every time I watch, I watch television. But um, right now I'm like into audiobooks, which is funny. So Same. I'm like, because I've been driving Same. so much. Audible? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, know. I, know I wish great. Mary Scott was with us now. She is an audible fanatic. What are you listening to? You're going to laugh at this. I've, I go back and forth between something like fun that like is easy, yeah. you know, and yeah. something that's like, all right, let me do like a self-help or a growth yes. or like, what can I learn about business or like, you know, kind of mix it in with stuff. And like currently, I'm listening to Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> when was the last time you read it? When you're like in the seventh grade? Girl, I've never read Harry You've Potter. You've never read it? No. Girl, you've got okay, to be on I that woke, train. I, I woke up in a family. I grew up in a family that my parents were like, I couldn't watch Wizards of Waverly Place. I don't know if you remember that show. Yeah. I couldn't read Harry Potter. I couldn't watch like Halloween Town. Like anything that was witchy, yeah. forget about it. So, of course, because a lot of the characters are witches yep. and, like, all the sorcery, my dad was like, Sorry, no. it's out of the question. It's now, so creative and fun to so read, creative. though. Yeah. yeah, so I haven't read the books, but Thomas and I spent a long weekend binge-watching Harry Potter because he was like, I can't I can't be married to you until you watch That's all so these. That's so funny. And so we watched all of them, and it is, like, a warm feeling I get. Oh, gosh, it's the best. It, I'm like a... Um, 
Harry Potter, like Lord of the Rings, like Game yes. of Thrones. I love like all of those books and like Chronicles of Narnia, like, you know, oh, like yeah. could tell you everything about like all of them. So much so that my dog's name is Dobby Shut from Harry Potter. Mouth. I know. It's so embarrassing. And like on like a key, my keychain on my car keys is R2D2. Like I love all the Star you Wars love Star trilogies. Wars? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, all of them. I'm like, today. this is so embarrassing. But so I'll listen to those. I'll go back on the books that I read growing up and listen to them and then kind of pair it with like, um, either a podcast or like some sort of like, yeah. um, you know, yeah. Self-help, other self-help, like other, yeah. Self-improvement. Yeah. I feel like those are good every now and then, but you don't want to listen, like listen or read those all the time. No. And then same with like imaginative books. You like, you I know? have to, I, yeah, I have to have a limit on self-help books because it gets to a point that I'm like, well, shoot. I'm doing everything wrong. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like, I'm like what? Wait I need a, a book to tell me I'm doing all right, I not know. what I need to fix, you know? know? But podcasts are another big one. Yeah, so what it's fun to be on like? this podcast. I've probably listening, listened to all the How I Built This. And yes. The Moth is my favorite because it's people's stories. Have you ever listened the to The Moth? Moth? Oh my gosh, The no. Moth Radio. Everyone has to listen to it. I'm okay. obsessed. We're going to link all of these in our show notes. Okay. So The Moth needs to be the one that's linked because... I don't know who started it or who had this idea, but they actually do something in Birmingham similar. It's called Arc Stories. Yes. Have you been? Yes. It's amazing. It's downtown okay. and it's p- people submit their stories. There's a theme and you submit your story f- from all, and the moth is from all over the world. They have people from like Zimbabwe and Korea and like older, you know, our grandparents age talking about the war and people that like kids that are going through, you know, what they're going through. I mean, it is incredible. And you submit your story and you get like coached on it. And then you stand like in front of an audience and they go to every city like and like talk, all over the world. Yeah. Moth. It's called the Moth Radio. And they're either like, you know, five minutes long, 10 minutes long, 15. There's no like time limit on any of them. And oh my gosh, you could listen forever. It's just people's stories and they're all different. And some of them you'll be like bawling, crying because you're like, that is so touching. Others you like can't stop laughing. I mean, they're and they're the so moth. incredible. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, we're all about stories over here because that's what we like to do it's, too. Oh, this is so cool. It's so great, and I love people's stories because yeah. everyone has a story, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just so like true. you've got. That's like my my main like obsession is the moth. So everyone's got to listen to it. Maybe you'll be on there sharing a story of true for you someday. I know. What the heck? I feel like it would be like just a random story about my life if I were to be on there, but. We'll see. I think if you're listening, you know how much of a treat Allie is. Mm-hmm. And if you're more curious about her and True 40, you can obviously find them on Instagram. Where can people find you on Insta? Like me personally or True 40? You can, you can just look True 40 up and there'll be like six different accounts because we have a True 40 studio account that's like the corporate one. So yes. you can kind of follow that for every all things True 40 and like new studios opening, kind of like promotions we have going on. Um partnerships and like ways we give back and stuff like that is all on the studio account and then you can find me on insta if you want but i probably (laughs) won't give you my insta because i'm not like a cool influencer i'm like i post about my dogs and so you probably don't want your baby girl exactly you probably don't want to follow that guys (laughs) 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 i mean like absurdly posting too much but yeah whatever yes but true 40 is fun there's a lot of fun things. And y'all post blog posts too about other things yeah. than just working out. And that. like we try and do like healthy recipes and kind of pull all aspects of life in. And yeah. like um, we do, you know, if you are part, if you have a small business or a side hustle, we try and highlight different, you know, women in the community and do what we call like wellness Wednesdays once a month where you can come set up at True 40 and connect with other women and kind of 
promote your business and yourself a bit. So, you know, stuff like that, if y'all are ever interested and not just, you know, if you don't want to try the workout, but just come by and hang yeah. out. We like are having a wreaths class coming up where we'll make Christmas wreaths. Hey. Uh-huh. And so we'll have like wine and treats and wreaths. And so it's just like kind of so bringing people together in the community. So not only um, doing workout classes together to sweat and leave feeling rejuvenated and taking care of our bodies, but creating and cultivating a community. So y'all check us out, follow us. We always post all of our stuff. So you can be part of it. Yeah. Especially if y'all are in Atlanta, Birmingham, Auburn, Tuscaloosa. Yep. We're here for That's it. That's it. Yay. Oh, thank <laughs> you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It was Absolutely. really great. Always. I love your house. Thanks. It's so sweet. <laughs> now you know why I love True 40 and I can't get enough of it. I go to classes like it's my job. As you know, I love how it works out my mind and my body, how it gives me a space to center myself and to meditate. But more than that, I love supporting this friend of mine and her business endeavors. I hope you got a lot of your business questions answered because she is wise when it comes to it. And more than that, I hope you've taken something away fitness-wise as well and you're able to love and honor your body and be true to you. You can find anything we mentioned in today's podcast episode in our show notes at BehindTheBlissPodcast.com. You can read more about Allie and find out about taking a class if you're interested in our show notes as well. Mary Scott and I have some super exciting news coming and we can't wait to share it with everybody. But until then, you can stay tuned with everything happening Behind the Bliss on Instagram at Behind the Bliss Podcast. We are so thrilled when we're able to read We love getting messages from you all on Instagram about what this podcast is doing in your life and how it's playing a role into your vulnerability and sharing your story with others. We'd love if you took it a step further and shared it with people maybe you didn't know over on iTunes by leaving a quick review. Leaving reviews on iTunes does tremendous things for podcasts. It gives other people the opportunity to come in contact with us that might have never heard of us before. And more than that, we're able to grab material, ideas, information from the things that you all leave. We're so excited to bring you all of the fun things to come and can't wait to keep you involved. Thanks so much for listening this week and we'll see you next time.